Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Hey guys, and welcome to a very special episode of Congratulations. Hell yeah, what's up guys? It's Chris D'Elia, and here we are with the something, uh, 200 something episode of Congratulations, and it's live, and it's on, and popping, baby. And I don't mean it's actually live. I just mean like I'm very live. Like I had my two ice Americanos. I had one this time from Earth Cafe. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got it here with the green straw. The straw is too thin, but it's all good. I need to have a coffee channel is what I need to do. You know how like that guy Dave Portnoy does the fucking one bite pizza? I need a one sip coffee, dude. I should fucking do that, dude. That is a good idea. Why don't I do that? Come on, motherfuckers. Let's do this shit. Um, one sip coffee. That's what I'll do. I'll go to different places. I'll, you, you'll find me in fucking different places, dude. I mean, you'll find me in fucking, I'll go to, uh, what, what do you call it? Uh, Omaha and just sip. I'll go to Omaha for one sip, dude. Nobody's ever done that in the world, man. That's some Japanese shit. Some, some Japanese dude would do that just to go somewhere for one sip. That's so fucking poetic. A Japanese, that was just Japanese and shit to go to fucking somewhere for one sip. I had to fly to Omaha to have the one sip of a coffee. Super racist to do that voice, but whatever, man. It's 2022. Nothing's changing anytime soon. And uh, I'm not racist, so we're all good. But I did the voice, and maybe you think it is racist. But whatever, dude. We do voices, you know? Um, I'm going to be in different cities. Not doing the one sip them thing, you know, maybe further on down the line, but I'm doing the cities for my tour. ChrisLea.com for my tour. Uh, that's what's up. I got a bunch of different places coming up. Um, I'm going to Atlanta. I'm going to D.C. I'm going to Boston. I'm going to Jacksonville, Florida. This, is this your, are you, these your places, dude? Uh, Stockton. Oakland, California, Atlanta, September 9th is going to be frinking litty. Oh, I'm also doing the Hollywood, California Improv, May 25th. That's just for fun. Crystalia and friends keeping it litty. Peoria keeping it litty. Rockford, Illinois keeping it litty. Uh, Raleigh, North Carolina keeping it soupy litty. Um, Savannah, Georgia, litty as shit. Denver, Colorado, November 5th. Get your tickets at crystalia.com. Cheyenne, Wyoming. Boston, Massachusetts, November 12th, almost sold out. Jacksonville, Florida, December 3rd, keeping it absolutely frinking litty. So this tour is uh is bonkers, dude. And we're going and we're doing it all. And that's how we and that's how we do it. I got the I got the reflecting uh uh sunglasses on right now, taking them off, but I like the reflecting ones. Cause when you talk to me, you see you. When you talk to me, you see you, dude. And so that's what's up. So if you're talking shit, when you're looking at me. You're talking shit secretly to yourself if you look closely. Rack focus then when you talk shit. Rack focus when I've got the reflectos on. Rack focus. Who are we really talking to? You're talking to yourself, dude. That's it, man. Oh, shit, dude. You must hate yourself, me and the reflectos. Me and the fucking reflectos. Oh, you must really hate yourself. 
That's me, dude. Um, so anyway, I'm sipping real nice on the thin green straw from Earth Cafe. And uh, mm. the thin green straw by Ridley Scott with Francis McDormand. The thin green straw, a woman wandering around trying to recycle. The thin green straw. Anyway, dude, that's where I'm going to be. Keeping it litty, Boston's almost sold out. The Boston babies come out, dude. It's like I'm running around with a fucking bunch of beans in my pockets, dude. What the fuck? Uh, so, yeah, man. We're flying by the seat of our pants. And uh, if you want to go see Michael Linochi, he's a very funny comedian. Irvine Improv, he's going to be in May 26th. And Reno, Nevada, June 2nd. He fucking opens for me sometimes, and the guy's really funny. I told him I plug his dates. I'm a nice friend. What can you say? So, yeah, we got merch also on crystalia.com. Get that merch for the fucking shows. We got that don't push me shit. We got that um, uh, oops shit. I keep meaning to wa- wear the shit I'm on the podcast, the oops merch, but I don't do it. I got the gallery department shit on right now. This shirt costs way, just a pretty penny, and it's just some regular fabric, dude. It's just some regular fabric, man. People just be buying that shit because it's on a billboard and some chicks just on the billboard. It's not even for women. And they're, 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 it's like for men. It's like says gallery department for men or some shit. And there's a woman on the billboard just like this. And you're just like, all right, dude, I guess I got to buy it, man. They got me a hook, line, and sinker, dude. They got me, didn't they, man? I saw fucking Jay Z in a music video wearing fucking gallery department. <laughs> they got me, dude. They fucking got me immediately. So I got the neon green one, and then I put it in the wash, and it faded a little bit because it's just some regular fabric. Yeah, maybe I put it with the wrong shits. <laughs> maybe I put it with the wrong shits, but I did it. I went to the bank, you know, the other day just to fucking deposit some funds, right? Because I asked for checks at my gigs. Wire the money. It doesn't feel real, right? Right? It doesn't feel real if you wire the money. So I get the check, and I travel to the bank. That's like one of my chores, dude. Because I want to feel like a real person. I want to have the money in hand. And I want to fucking deposit it in hand, dude. So your buddy takes racks, brings it to the bank, fucking gives it to them like a real person. And I'm there. And this guy comes in. Dude, there should be a game show in Los Angeles called Homeless or Trendy. That's honestly what the fucking game show should be. The guy comes in and I go like this. This guy is either like going to drop fucking stacks here. He's either going to fucking, like, he's either walking in like my phone is heavy from all the amount of money I've been depositing in it, even virtually, digitally, it's still, my phone's heavy from the from the digital money, or they're going to ask him to leave. I have no fucking idea if this guy's worth $8 billion or $0 billion. I have no idea. The guy comes in, and he's like kind of, you know, he's either limping or walking cool, and he says to the guy who who's there, like the manager or something, you got an outside line? So now I'm like, I don't even know even more, right? Because he's either homeless and crazy or entitled, right? He's like, you got an outside line? And guess what? Not only do I not know this, the fucking manager at the bank doesn't know it, right? So he's like, oh, God, I don't know if he's a customer or not. And I don't want to fucking throw a guy out. And then, you know, it's all over the news. I throw out a fucking $8 billion hedge fund, dude. So the guy's like, look, we got plenty of phones, obviously. He says, yeah, we got one over here. And he goes like that. And the guy goes, oh, can I use it? And he says, um, um, sure, um, sure. 
When I was a fucking, when I was in high school, I went with my friend Brandon Goody and we went to the shoe place to buy some shoes. And this guy was so nervous, man. He looked like a night Shyamalan and he was at the fucking place and he owned the shoe store or no, he was just a worker at the shoe store. I don't know, but he looked like M. Night Shyamalan. This was before M. Night Shyamalan was popping. This was before, right back when M. Night Shyamalan was just known for making Stuart Little, right? There was no, are you dead yet fucking movie or whatever it's called. <laughs> are you dead yet? Like it's with fucking Ice Cube. Are you dead yet? It's like a like it's a family comedy with Ice Cube. From the makers of How the fuck is Ice Cube in family movies by the way? Straight out of Compton, motherfucker, motherfucker named Ice Cube and like 15 later he's like, "Did y'all pack lunches? Did you eat your did you eat your breakfast, boys?" From fuck the police. To do you like your eggs sunny side up in just 11 years? Um, and I was at the fucking uh, shoe place with my buddy and my, and, and the, and he was so nervous and the, and we were, and we were like, any shoe we asked, he was like, do you have these in a 13? And he would always say, actually, um, uh, we, we used to have these. Okay. Dude, he did it three times, and we're like, okay, I guess we're just going to go. Dude, imagine having a store, and you go in, and you have to say that three times to somebody. Actually, you know what? We used to have these, but we don't have them anymore, and we don't have them in your size. And we left, and me and Brenda were like, what the fuck, dude? How many times did you say we, we actually used to have them? And, dude, we would do that, and I think about that all the time. We Actually, we used to have them. And so that guy was so nervous telling us that he didn't have the shoes, and it made me think of the guy in the bank that was like, do you have an outside line? He was like, actually, oh, I, I immediately thought, actually, he used to have one, but now we use cell phones. And so anyway, he was in the um, bag. And he was like, sure, you can use this one. And he goes like, and he says, and bro, the conversation, I couldn't even believe it. The guy was like, okay, cool. And then the the guy picks up the phone and then the the banker guy, he was like, okay, um, you just got to hit nine first. And like, we all know this conversation, right? When you're out of work, you got to hit nine first. Sometimes you got to be reminded for, right? You go, you start to dial like a fucking asshole. One, eight, oh, two, you know, do, do the fucking one, eight, one, eight, whatever the three, two, three. And you, and then it goes and you're like, what the fuck? You don't hear anything. And you're like, oh, whoops. I'm, I'm a piece of shit today. I, I was, I haven't used a phone in 30 years because this is what has been happening in businesses for the past 30 years. And I didn't dial to get an outside line, right? And you say, do I, and then like an asshole, you'll be like, do I have to hit something first? When you know you just hit nine. You, they're never like, yeah, hit four. It's always nine. So you're a big piece of shit, but sometimes you forget and sometimes it, and it's okay, right? And if you're a homeless person or a billionaire, you might be so out of touch on either end of the spectrum that you're like, you know what? I don't know how to hit the chits. I just work with my cell phone. So the guy's like, picks up the thing, and then the banker preempts that conversation, and he says, you have to hit nine first to get an outside line. And the guy says, and then and then just, and then what? And the banker guy's like, just, no, well, that's it. Just hit nine, and then just whatever you're going to dial to get the number. And the guy says, so then hit one or or don't hit one? And he says, well, it just if if it's if it's the number that you're going to dial, just you got to hit the area code. And then the guy says, "So just the area code?" And he says, 
well, no, you hit nine just to get the outside line. And he says, right. And then I just hit the area code. And this is so loud, dude. And there's literally like six people in the bank. And he's like, so just hit nine. Then you'll hit whatever it is you need to use. And the guy says, so nine and then one and then, and then whatever area code the guy says. And I'm, and I'm looking at the thing like this. I'm literally like this. And everyone is look. It was one of those moments where something weird is happening in an establishment and everyone then knows each other, you know? Like one time a guy came into the fucking coffee bean. I used to run over on cold water. I mean, I used to be the fucking sultan of the coffee bean and tea leaf. I used to be the fucking bean czar at coffee bean and tea leaf over on cold water and Ventura. They don't have it anymore, right? But I used to be the fucking bean czar over there. And, uh, I mean, I used to come home fucking stinking like Colombian beans, you know? I used to come home, and it used to be like I was having an affair with some fucking Brazilian, with a Brazilian roast. Honey, where were you? N- nothing, I, what is this? It, you smell, you smell like south of the border. I, I know, I was at the, were you rubbing beans on your cock? And so I was the beans are, so I, I was there all the time. And uh, were you rubbing, were you, show me, show me your, let me smell your dick. Remember that song? Let me smell your dick. <laughs> She's just, I smell a light roast. I'm leaving. Gunk. Oh, come on, baby. So, um, I smell pike drip. Baby, gunk. fuck um so yeah so i was at a i was at that place and this dude comes in and he immediately he's like oh dude i love your stuff man and i was like oh cool but he was too loud and i was like oh thanks a lot and he was like yeah man so i at the laugh factory once and yada yada this and that and he was like do you know do you know do you know the owner of the laugh factory i was like yeah jamie masadi was like oh man i know him man i see him all the time and i'm like okay well he's he's lying you know he gets his coffee. He gets four fucking of those frappy drinks, you know, at the coffee bean. And he gets, he has the cases and he goes to leave the fucking coffee bean. And as he leaves, he's like, dude, you, you know what? We should, we should kick it sometimes. Hit me up, hit me up on Instagram. Let's kick it sometimes. And then he, as he's kicking the door open because he's holding the fucking tray of the coffees, he says strictly hetero and fucking leaves, dude. And that's what he said. And I will never forget that shit. And he said, strictly hetero, kicked the door and fucking walked out with the fucking fraps, dude. And everyone looked at me and I was like, I don't, it doesn't sound strictly hetero to me. But anyway, we all knew each other, dude. This is what happened into the fucking, uh, at the coffee bean and tea leaf. And now that's what happened with the fucking bank, right? The guy says, what's the outside line? What's the outside line? And then he looks at the fucking Everyone know now I know everyone at the bank is my point. But now I'm a different person, right? I'm not going to be fucking sleeping with every anyone at the bank. Plus it was always it was just men in there. So the guy, the bank guy ends up just saying, "Listen, you just hit 9 and then whatever you were going to hit, hit." <laughs> and then he did it. And that's the end of the fucking story, dude. Was that the dog? I'm pissed. The dog barked. I'm pissed. The dog barks all the time, dude. And I fucking hate it.
I went to the doctor, dude. You want to know why? I love you guys, man. I went to the doctor because, dude, I woke up about five days in a row. And honestly, dude, my fucking nose it fucking hurt so bad. Couldn't even believe it. It was like a Mack truck fucking literally drove into my nose and stayed there and fucking was like, and peeled out and left. Yeah! Fuck yeah, dude. My nose hurts every time I wake up. Yes, man. Fuck yeah, dude. So I said, I talked about it too. I never want to go to the doctor, you know? It's so annoying. You got to park and shit and wait. And then you got to talk to like nine people before you talk to the doctor. It's like, dude, just, can I go to the, can I just, you know, hi, fill this. How They're always like, how long have you been? When have you changed your insurance? And you're like, dude, what, 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 who am I, Mr. Know-it-all? I don't know if I changed my fucking insurance. They're like, did you have any changes of the, and you're like, when's the last time I was here? And they're always like, April of 2002. And you're like, yeah, there's been some changes. You got to park and then fucking. So I complained about it too much. And then Kristen was like, okay, I made you an appointment. And I'm like, fucking great. Now I got to go. And she was like, but it's good because your nose is all fucked up anyway. And you know that because when you look up, your nose is bent to all get out. It is, dude. If, I, if you catch me under me. My shit is just bent. And, um, and so, uh, well, every, every time I say bent, I think of this guy that fucking dressed up like Tupac once, this white dude that dressed up like Tupac once. Uh, this was back when MySpace was a thing. And he had a photo album of his Halloween where he dressed up like Tupac. And the fucking title of the album was Tupac Shabent <laughs> because he, because he was so drunk. <laughs> Tupac Shabent, the word, I mean, so not, a li- not even fucking, didn't even try. Tupac, might as well just said Tupac Shadrunk. Um, Tupac, Tupac Sh- I'm drinking. So, uh, so anyway, uh, I fucking, I'm like, all right, dude, she made an appointment and we both went. But she's like, I'll go with you. And I'm like, all right, cool. So we went. We went to this doctor that, I, you know, I won't say him, but he's just fucking done so many ce- celebrities, like singers. He's an ears, nose, and throat guy. I mean, we're talking about like fucking Niall Horan to fucking, uh, you know, John Mayer. He did fucking Stevie Wonder's. I mean, he probably didn't do his eyes, but he did Stevie Wonder too. Uh, oh, ears, nose, and throat. That's why he's probably blind. He did work on Stevie Wonder. If he did his eyes, he'd probably fix him. But dude, this guy's like got like gold plat, like Charlie Puth, you know? And just fucking crate. His walls are just decor. Even Sasha Baron Cohen is like, thanks for helping me with my fucking lockjaw or some shit. And, uh, and now I'm there, dude. And I'm sitting there and there's a fucking big Nickelback poster staring at me. All of them signed it. Thanks for fixing my throat, doc, you know? And for that one, you, you're like, maybe you shouldn't have fixed it, you know? Like, this guy's literally the reason why Creed can go, with arms wide open. And uh, so I'm there now because my nose is dry as shit. And he comes in, nice as fuck. Doc is great. Oh, well, actually, we get there and the lady's like, are there any changes? And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Just here's my wallet, you know? She's like, do you have insurance? I'm just like, here's my wallet. Just take whatever you need. Here's a lot. I always fuck it up. I'm like, is this the insurance? 
And they're like, no, that's actually your fucking library card. And I'm like, I still have that, you know? And so we, we get finally into the doctor's office. Dude, this is how awesome and cool the doctor is. I waited an hour and 15 minutes. Literally made me wait an hour and 15 minutes. An hour and 15 minutes in a small room with Kristen and Nickelback staring at me. Dude, it was like the weirdest dream. And I'm sitting there. And here's the weird part. I wasn't even mad. I said to her 15 minutes in, I said, I wonder how long this is going to take because I'm working on a number two here. And she was like, go. And I was like, yeah, but then when he comes, he's going to go to another patient. Dude, I held it for an hour. My bowels were working with me, dude. Just staring at Nickelback, trying to fucking unbrew a number two. You know what I'm saying? Just staring at their, staring at their photograph, unbrewing a number two. And just fucking, st- just, just tr- wor- working on percolating a brown mess, staring at the band Fuel. <laughs> Dude. What's that? Can you? No, that's uh, Crete. What's the fucking Fuel song? Uh, there you go, there you go. That's it, dude. It's the 90s. Just percolating a brown mess, staring at fuel, staring at fuel signature, saying thanks for everything. Just percolating a brown mess, dude. Just waiting in that chair, just fucking percolating a brown mess. Dude, I, he made me wait so long, I figured the chair out. You ever figure the chair out? I, I looked at it. I go, feet to, oh, there's my toesies. There they are. Never seen my feet before. And I fucking took a nap, dude. Kristen didn't complain at all. She's an angel, dude. An hour and 15 minutes, he comes in. He was like, sorry, I was on the phone with yada, yada, yada. I didn't need to tell you all that shit. But it was all right. It was a good reason. He goes like this. Let me see inside your nose. I was already back, baby. I figured out. The, he's like, oh, you figured out the chair. I figured out the chair. He go, takes the longest. Inst- this shit is fucking. I mean. And he just goes. Yoink. Dude, it felt like it came out of the back of my head. It just up into my brain. Fucking me up. Just absolutely fucking me up. Well, I had a singing teacher once and he was trying to tell me about like accessing uh, singing. I used to take singing classes, you know, and he was, uh, I used to do a one-on-one uh, man. He, the guy was the shit dude. And he talked like this and he was like, no, you really want to open your soft palate. Like it was like a little bit like Mark Wahlberg. But one time he was like, he was trying to describe something to me about memory recall. And he was like, do you know if scientists or doctors, if they were to, uh, if they were to open up your brain and poke around in your brain, <laughs> dude, <laughs> He literally said, do you know that if they were to poke around in your brain, you know, he, he actually said, and you know, it's, it's off color, but this is what he said. He said, besides, you know, besides you getting all retarded and stuff, like what had happened is it'll recall, it'll recall, you'll have memory recall. And I was like, Jesus, even when I was like 19, I was like, holy fucking shit. You know, just sitting in a guy's living room, just saying the R word. And so, um, I didn't say it, you know, so don't get mad at me. I'm fucking retelling it. Or get mad at me, whatever. But that's what he fucking said. He's dead now. So um, cancel him like you did John Wayne. Remember when they tried to fucking cancel John Wayne? Yeah, he's too white. 
All right, pardon. He's dead, you know? Um, so he did that. And so what was I talking about? So I get to the brain. So he fucking poked it all up into my brain. And I thought, what do I want a singing teacher? With? I thought about the singing teacher thing, you know? And, uh, and it made me sneeze. You know, he did both um, nostrils and he pulled it out. And he was like, that's a train wreck. You know? He says, it's a train wreck up there. And I was like, so can you be a little more specific? Like I have an infection or what? And he was like, well, you have an infection and you're not going to not have an infection unless we do, unless we do surgery. And I was like, huh? And he says, your nasal passage, it goes like this. So what happens is, uh, your body's trying to rid the fluid and it's getting caught in this little space here and it can't exit where it's supposed to exit and it does a liter a day. So I'm like a liter's up there. And he's like, it's not getting out. You gotta, you gotta get surgery. So he's like, let's do it in June. So I got to do fucking no surgery, dude. Oh, fuck yeah, man. Woohoo! Fuck yeah, man. Gotta go under the knife and he's gonna, you ever see that shit? They just break it. Dude, fuck that. I'm getting a nose job too. Hell yeah, dude. I'm going to come back looking absolutely fantastic, man. You think I got a big nose? Oh, dude, not now. Not now. I'm going to have a fucking that cute slope that the chicks try to get, man. I'm going to get that cute slope like a European titty or like a Persian foot. Dude, it's going to be so insane. I'm going to look fantastic, dude. I'm going to get that European cute slope on the nose with the fucking chicks in the 80s in Europe with the slopey tits or the fucking the Persian feet, dude. That elf shit, dude, forget it. I'm going to have an elf foot on my nose, dude. And it's going to be small and dainty as shit, dude. People are going to see me. They go, but like, yo, dude, you're very masculine. But between your eyes and mouth, you're a hot chick. And I'm going to go, thanks to the doctor. He said, your nose is like a Rorschach test in there. I was like, really? Is that fucked up? And he was like, yeah. You're going to have sinus infections until we do this shit. He gave me some pills. He said, take two of these every day for a week. Come back and we'll reassess and then we'll set that surgery date. Already did the blood work, baby. And did a sleep test. Did a sleep test too. Your boy did a sleep test because I thought I had sleep apnea because Kristen's always like, hey, you're snoring. And I go, oh, fuck, sorry. Dude, I did a sleep test. Guess what? The dude said I only had minor sleep apnea. (laughs) Joke's on you, baby. Thought I was going to have major sleep apnea. He said, it's going to be fine. So I have minor sleep apnea. I don't have to get a mask, but I do need to get this surgery with fuck it, which fucking sucks, dude. And so I'm going to do the podcast with the, with the fucking bandage on. I don't give a shit. Oh yeah. You know, for clicks, fuck it. I'm not for clicks. Dude, I'm not one of those bitches that do shit for clicks, right? But you know, I'll put the bandage on and I'll do the podcast, but I don't give a fuck. He was like, don't work out for two weeks though. When you get the surgery, I was like, all right, fine. You know? I mean, you know me, dude. I like to break the strong guy's hearts, but okay. So now I got to get surgery, bro. I fucking got surgery one time and it was on my knee because I did it. I, I, I fucked it up in jujitsu. Man, I was so, I, I, I just, I tried to pass somebody's guard and my knee just clicks like this. And one of the black belts came over and he's like, so what's up? Your knee's okay? I was like, nah, it hurts. It won't unclick. He's like, so here's what's going to happen. Um, so you've got a little bit of a, a, a tear. Uh, you got to go, you got to get surgery. Doctor's going to come in. It's going to take about 10 minutes and uh, it's going to, he's going to fix it. And uh, recovery time is a few weeks and you're going to be fine. And he just goes and walks away. And I was like, okay. I mean, you know, 
was so trying to ham up the fucking casualness of it that I was just like, this guy. And he was fucking right, dude. I went and I did the knee surgery and I was nervous because I had never been under at all. I'd never been high. I've never been high in my life, right? Even now. And he um, he brought the fucking, uh, the, what do you call it? I was nervous about this, going to sleep during it. And they did it and they put me out and they told me, count down from 100. And I counted down from 100, 99, 98. And I got to 97 and then I felt his big hand. He put his hand on my face like, you got it. Because I was a little nervous. He was like, you got it. And I was like, man, he's got one hairy hand. That was the last thought I had. And then I fell asleep. And uh, and I actually tasted like what tasted like an envelope thing. It tasted like I was licking an envelope and then I passed out. And then when I woke up, I was like, oh, fuck, man. That was all, that, all right. You're done already? Oh, shit. And I was swearing and the nurse was like, just can you she was like she was like you're lucky the other nurse isn't here she wouldn't have all that swearing and i was i got so mad i got it was nice to know that i got so mad even though i was high i was like you're not gonna tell me what to do i just went through knee surgery i was still me dude and i was like same old me drugs don't change me and then so um so i i was like so i asked the doctor later i was like i tasted like i was licking an envelope uh when I was passing out, I was like, was that actually the drugs that I was tasting or was that in my mind because I was high? And he said, oh, it was in your mind. It was the drugs working on your brain, making you think you tasted it. And I was like, wow. And then Kristen made me get a fucking IV drip two weeks ago and he fucking put the bag in it. It looks like a bunch of piss. I mean, it just literally looks like piss, like a bag of piss that he's fucking putting into my veins. Never done that before. And Kristen likes to act like she fucking will do a, an IV drip and it saves her life. Like, Kristen will be like, oh, fuck, I have a little headache. I'm going to do an IV drip, and it's going to cure me. And I'm like, you just you just, you just, just waited, and the headache went away, you know? And she's like, no, it really makes me feel refreshed. And I'm like, oh, dude, that's such chick shit. So I'm like, I'm going to do it to prove to you that it ain't shit, right? Much like the last episode with the Baja Blast. So I did it. He gave me a mega bag. It looked like it was pissing it, and it fucking did it. I, I, I injected, he injected all the shit, the big bag. And I was like, man, I taste like the fucking envelope shit. And I was like, am I tasting? What's going on? And he's like, oh, yeah, you can taste it. And I was like, it's not my mind playing tricks on me? And he was like, no, you can taste the drugs if they go through. And I was like, dude, my knee doctor lied to me. So that's how I figured it out fucking 15 years later, dude. My, knee, my, knee, my, my orthoscopic doctor, whatever it's called, he lied to me, dude. He touched my face with his hairy hand. It was nice, though, man. I would go back to him. Man, when you pass out and fucking wake up, it's like you just blinked, right? Can't wait to get my nose fixed. I'm going to get a fucking dope nose job. You know what? Fuck that. I'm going to get a bigger nose. I'm going to get a... Can you make it black? That's what I'm going to say. Like black? No, like a black person nose. And wait to see how racist he is. Like wider? Oh, gotcha. 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 No, I'm just saying like Daryl Strawberry. No, you didn't mean that. You meant that. Okay. You want to do my lips too? What, what would they be if you did my lips, huh? Racist. I'm out of here. Um, What about my ass? Would it be high up? Okay, dude. Yeah, I know where you're coming from. Racist. In Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. That's where I want to go. Look at what this shit Kristen buys. Not, it's not even a pretzel. It's broken. It's half of one. She just got like a knot. This is a fucking thing that has just been here now, bro. Fucking white women, you know? Ooh. They look at shit and they go, ooh. And then they just pay fucking, you know, $35 for it. Ooh. 
God, Crate and Barrel is the most ooh place of all time. You go to CB2? Forget it, dude. By the way, what happened to CB1? Is that still around? Crate and Barrel? Why did they make a sequel to a place? Fuck off with that shit. What is that? Do you know what that is? What? Oh, it's like the cheaper one? Wow. All right. Well, I, no. You know? It's just make a different... I, I don't know how I feel about that, but it's just like... No. You know what I'm going to do? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do fucking stand-up, and then I'm going to do a second show in each city. Not as good material, and it's just going to be called fucking Don't Push Me 2. It's going to be called Crystalia 2. And I'm just going to do fucking hack shit. Hey, so on the flight over here, by the way, have you guys been to the airport? What's the deal walking around? I mean, come on. What's that smell? It's like, is there even a Bojangles in this airport? Well, have you seen Crystalia too? You ever get the toilet paper on the bottom of your heel and you walk around like a true asshole? I mean, come on! What the fuck? Is my nose on the ground? No! Why would I want tissue there? <laughs> Crystalia, too. I get bigger there doing the, than my fucking normal shit. So, yeah, dude. Chicks, white chicks, just... Oh. You know? Just a fucking grasshopper sitting sitting at a, in a, on a desk chair like a fucking that swivels. Just it's this big. Huh, that'd be cute in the. And you're just like, and they bring it home and you're just like, oh, fuck my mouth, you know? So put this shit. This is kind of cool. Diddy's doing a fucking. Billboard Music Awards are on Sunday, and a new interview host and executive producer, Sean Diddy Combs, explained why the show will feature performances from controversial figures Morgan Whalen and Travis Scott. He says, one of the things I'm doing directly is uncanceling the canceled. That's breaking news because people haven't been about uncanceling. But canceling is a trend that needs to stop, Diddy told Billboard. He's scared for his life, you know. Travis went through a tragedy. Morgan used the N-word while talking to his boy. People make mistakes. Now we're moving on with love and respect for everybody that was hurt or affected. It's time to forgive to have Morgan and Travis be able to come back and touch the stage again with the mindset of getting a second chance at life. By the way, dude, Morgan Wallen uh, does the biggest concerts, dude. He got so much bigger for saying the N-word. I got to start doing that. I got to start saying that just to people in cars like him. I put up a crowd work clip, um, Crystal, on uh, on my on this channel. Actually, um, you can go look at it. Twenty two minutes of just stand up, of just raw and uncut stand up jams. If you want to watch the art of crowd work, look it up. It's a few videos down, raw and uncut. Comedy. Dude, um, but yeah. And it's it's cool. It's going doing stupid numbers because your boy goes dumb viral. I'm an infection. Am I in my nose? Because I'm dummy viral. Um oh, sound of my balls. Great. Dude, when you 
let me tell you something, man. Chicks don't know this. When you sit on your balls, the world stops. It's literally like fucking that scene from Saving Private Ryan when the guy's looking for his arm, when his, his own arm. When it's like all fucking quiet and the grenade goes off and you just hear. And the guy's looking for his own When you sit on your nuts, that's how it is, dude. That fucking buzz of the grenade. I had to go to the hospital once because I fucking sat on my nuts for real. We're telling truth today, I guess. I was in high school. I sat on my nuts. I tried to get into fucking, I tried to get into uh, Mrs. Kane's uh, minivan and I sat on my nuts. And I went home and I was like, mom, my ball, I got to be honest with you, my balls really hurt. And she was like, what? I couldn't even fucking stand up straight. Went to the doctor and she put jelly on my nuts and did an ultrasound. And she was like, I think it's fine. You've got two cords attached to your balls. One goes from your abdomen to your balls and the other one is useless and it comes out from under your balls. And I was like, really? It's like an appendix for your balls? And she was like, yep. And she was like, I think that's the one that twists. If that's the one that twists, it really hurts, but it could have gone back. If it was the other one, then we'd need to do surgery. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ, man. How did I not know this till now? Do you know your balls can just twist and then you got to get surgery? Like you can't jiggle them out of place? If your balls twist, you got to go in there. They got to cut your sack open and untwist them. Imagine being the bitch ass that has to do that. I don't mean the doctor. The guy has got to go in for the surgery, dude. Doc, what's he in for? Oh, yeah, I sat on his balls in a minivan. Ah, untwisting them? Yep. That job sucks. I remember once I went, I, dude, I, I used to get like uh, fissures in my, uh, this is, well, it's a truth episode. Fissures in my anus, you know? Like fucking, uh, what do you call them? Not just fissures, but the, uh, tear, not the tears, but the, I would do like, I wouldn't, wasn't drinking enough water in my early twenties and I would take dumps and it would like fucking be just like, it would be like fucking Balrog's head trying to come out and, um, hemorrhoids. Yeah. And so I uh, try to spell that word by the way. And I would go to the doctor and I went one time I was like, I, I, I was like, <laughs> I went twice because it was like just so, it hurt so much. And then I went again, like a year later and I was like, Hey, and he was like, so what's the problem? And I was like, I, I, my anus, it hurts so bad. And then he literally rolled his eyes and I was like, okay, this is the last time I'm coming in. I'll eat it from now on. And he just, so he wrote a prescription. He was like, yep, there it is. He looked in my butt and he was like, yep, there it is. And wrote a prescription. And I was like, I'll just prep H and H it from now on, dude. I'll, I'll fucking DIY my fissures. I'll just fucking wish back in my hemorrhoids. No worries. And yeah, I said it. I had hemorrhoids. And you know what? They don't ever fully go away. And you know what? I don't give a fuck. You ain't shit if you haven't had hemorrhoids. Hemorrhoids. I'm the man for that, dude. I'm the fucking man for having about four hemorrhoids and some fissures. You ever rip your anus and not because you're gay, just because you have shits? That's the man. That's the man. That's the man right there. The man right here. That's the man right there. That's the man right there. Oh, wait. Oh, my God. Those are Matt's glasses. He hasn't seen them in years. I found glasses in my drawer, and they're my brother's. Yeah, dude, we solve crimes here. Dude, I've been watching The Staircase, and that's all that's been on my mind. I'm like, did he do it or not do it? I know I talked about the staircase and there's a, I did a freestyle on Instagram about the staircase. It was very important. Bro, Greg Kinnear would have nailed that part. But um, anyway, 
I watched the staircase and I'm like, I don't know if he did it or not, but here's the deal. They didn't prove it. They didn't prove it. You got to prove it beyond a reasonable doubt. There was too much fuck up. And how about that fucking Deaver blood analyst, dude? The Deaver blood analyst, dude, just lied for like a decade. There were 35 cases in Durham, North Carolina, that this Deaver dude, the blood spatter analysis dude, the science, he lied about the science. He didn't lie about the science, but he didn't give all of the tests. He would just work with the prosecution, dude. It's fucking rigged, bro. There were people, there was somebody in jail for 17 years, and they realized that he didn't fucking put all the tests in the evidence that he should have, and the guy didn't kill someone, dude. 17 years. Imagine being in jail for 17 years for some shit that you didn't do, and coming out, and you gotta not murder everybody? I'd be murdering people at Chick-fil-A for no fucking reason, dude. Oh, there's cheese in this? Pap, pap, pap. I said no cheese. Pap, pap. Oh, no, wait. I did say cheese, huh? Already dead. Sorry, I was in jail for 17 years. You get If you're in jail for 17 years for murder, honestly, and then you you get ex- exonerated, and it turns out there was evidence against you or with for you that in your favor that they, not only that, not only that they didn't find, but they knew about and didn't, you should be able to get to kill however many people you were in fucking jail for. Oh, I got one. Oh, I get, I get to... Okay, so that guy's got not only he missed 17 years out on life, but now that guy's got a good life because now everyone has to be nice to that motherfucker. That's the rule. I swear to God, I'd be fine with it. And if he got me on a bad day, all right, motherfucker, I opened the door for you. You just said thank you, but then I tried to fucking, and he, bap, right in my head. I go, oh, shit. And then he says, yeah, but I was in jail for 17 years for murdering someone I didn't murder, and I got out. I go like, that's on me, dude. That's how this, that's how this world works. Catch me fucking glug glugging out and you get to kill him in any fat. Maybe you just get to fucking stick a bullet in their brain. That's it. But dude, I mean it, man. You go to jail for fucking embezzling money. Turns out you didn't do it. You get to fucking take money from whatever company you want or whatever the fuck it is. You know, the BP oil spill, if they got off, you know what I mean? Or whatever it is. I don't even know if there was a criminal investigation there or whatever. And then they didn't do it and they were in jail and they get exonerated. They get to go in and just shit and fucking put oil wherever the fuck they want, dude, on an enemy's house. You know what I'm talking about? So everyone's extra nice. You go to jail for, dude, scariest thing ever, ever is to go to jail for some shit you didn't do. To just be an asshole that was around somebody that got killed. You know what I mean? Jesus Christ. You got to be that guy in in jail that's like, what are you in here for? You got to admit to it. You got you got to say you did it. You got to say you did it. You can't be the pussy in jail that didn't do the thing. Fuck that, dude. If I if I were to ever go to cuz if I were to ever go to jail like it would be because of some fucking speeding tickets or some shit that I had unpaid for like way too long that I didn't know about, my license was expired and shit. But dude, I you get in there, I would just what are you in here for? Dude, I would act, I would act it so ser- you heard about the fucking the three families that died in uh Toluca Lake? No, and it didn't even happen. But they wouldn't know cuz they don't get the news, you know. You don't have Oh, that's right. You guys don't have fucking Twitter in here. Um yeah, there's was, there's was three families. I I uh I killed them all um execution style. Yep. And then I embezzled a bunch of money. You look like you could be in that family. 
and then just spin away. You can't be like, I didn't do it. What are you in here for? Uh, something I didn't do. Then you get fucked. Oh, you want to get fucked? But the thing about the staircase is that guy went into 15 years of prison and he was bi, so he was probably having the time of his life. I mean, fuck-wise, fucking-wise, anus-wise, but dude, like, and dick-wise, but not if, like, you're talking about, like, it's actually a bit fucked up, man, if you think about it, to be, like, I would always talk about, I talk about this, like, I would fuck dudes if I was in jail, for sure, no doubt. No, there's no, it would take eight days. People are like, well, when would you crack? Dude, it would be a little over a week. I'd be like, all right, well, I guess we're doing this, fuck it. You think you're going to, what the fuck, you know? For life? Everyone's getting fucked. Fuck me too. It's like, you know, you got to try, sh- I don't know, man. It is what it is. You know, it is, you know, it is what it is. That's me while I'm getting railed from behind. It is what it is, isn't it? Pinky or whatever the fuck, you, you know, people in prison have fucking names and shit. Um, I would run that, I would run it though, seriously. Like, my shit would be fucking unstoppable. I would be the dude with the gift of gab just fucking on top of the table in the cafeteria. And this is what they want us to think. And they're just like, I don't even know who he's talking about, but I'm with this motherfucker. I got to pee. I'll be right back. Yeah, man. I, uh, I haven't really talked. I talked a little bit about the Johnny Depp case. I can't believe I never talked about how Amber Heard shit in his bed. Dude, like, let me just, I don't, what I don't understand is how do you write an op-ed about how a guy is abusive, period, especially if it didn't happen, but period, if, if you've, if one of the skeletons in your closet is you shit in someone's bed on purpose. It's gonna come out. How are you gonna sue someone if you shit in their bed? It's gonna leak. Okay? Dude, Amber Heard admitted the poop in her shared bed with Johnny Depp was a horrible practical joke. A security guard testified. Hey, put, you know, set up a tripwire. Fucking light his shoelaces on fire. First of all, when you shit, you don't know if it's going to be a hard one or a loose one. You know what I mean? Like, talk about rolling the dice with your anus. Also, Imagine her actually sitting there. I want to know how she did it, like squatting or like on her knees. Did she shit on her feet a little bit? Or did she just sit with her legs straight out? Or did she shit and then put it in the bed? I mean, how are you going to sue someone? How are you going to try and sue someone for damages when you shit in their bed? Also... When you shit in your bed, when you shit in your guys' bed, it's gonna leak. I mean, it is insane that he was like, well, she shit in my bed. And then she was like, okay, well, that was, yeah, I forgot that was, I'm sorry, you're gonna sue me. I, I'm the one who 
You did shit in my bed, right? You did shit in my like fucking Jack. <laughs> like I'm she shit in my bed. Like Jack Sparrow. Just order, order, order. Uranus was loose in our shared bed. Mm. With like fucking what's his name uh in the fucking Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Hunter, whatever the fuck. Um def- defamation trial, more like a defecation trial. I mean, someone must have made that joke, right? If I was Johnny Depp, that's the thing about me, bro. If you ever get me on the stand or anything like that, as a lawyer, I've been watching these motherfuckers of the staircase. Man, I'd be cracking jokes left and right. Dude, I would be winning cases purely from charisma, dude. Fuck all that shit. The the jury would be like, you know what? Maybe his client did it, but I like this guy and I want to fucking vote for him. I would end each fucking closing, closing statement with, guys, vote for me. Defamation current, defamation case. More like a defecation case. <laughs> yeah, well, this this case sure shit the bed, if you know what I mean. With a long cigarette. Like fucking, what's his name? Hunter S. Thompson. Fuck yeah, figured it out. Figured it out. She shit on the bed. In the covers too, dude. Talk about a Dutch. Fuck yeah, dude. Dutch oven it. You ever Dutch oven it? She fucking baked that shit. She, fuck a Dutch oven, she regular ovened it. She, she fucking, what are they called? The, the one of those fucking gr- ovens, the, the wolf ones, the, what are they called? I got one. What is it? I don't know. She industrial size ovened his fucking bed. Just plopped the fucking, how do you know if it's going to be hard or loose, dude? Also, why do you want to do the, then you got to waddle over to the fucking bathroom and w- wipe it. Dude, how weird is that? Case over. Cut, cut, cut. Oh, she she fucking shit in the bed? Cut, cut, cut. Case over. You win. How much? However, how much you want, Johnny? Oh, 50 million? That's what you get, dude. She shit in your bed. The, the gall. Only a woman, dude. Only a white, I'll say, a white movie star woman would do that shit. Like, well, yeah, I'll get that. I'll win. Like to the, the, the sociopathic behavior, dude. Well, it was a joke. Unbelievable, man. Look at this fucking from the insider. Amber Heard took responsibility for the poop in her shared bed with Johnny Depp that night after an explosive fight. Yeah. Well, what else was explosive? We had an explosive fight and an explosive anus, didn't we? Sir, take off those rose-tinted glasses, please. But I was in the movie Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah, we we know, Mr. Depp. Objection, he's acting like the character. The judge is like, I'll allow it. <laughs> Turns out I like that movie. I'll allow it. Continue. Can you do the scene in the car with Benicio Del Toro, please? <laughs> Oh, shit, dude. Um, Starling Jenkins, a member of Depp's security team. That's a fucking hell of a name for a fucking security guard. Starling Jenkins, protector. Um, testified about the feces during the, f- the during the trial between Heard and Depp on Thursday. Wow, feces, you know? 
Depp is suing her to allege she defamed him when she describes it. We know about that. Jenkins testified about the time surrounding Heard's 30th birthday. She's 30. And she did this shit, literally. April 21st, 2016, Depp testified earlier in trial that he was late to the party. The couple shared Los Angeles penthouse apartment because he was having an in-depth conversation with his business manager about the unexpectedly disastrous state of his finances. He alleged that after dinner, Heard berated and hit him. Okay. As if that's not enough, huh? Depp left Heard in the apartment when, while he went to his house in the Hollywood Hills. Next morning after Heard left on a scheduled trip to Coachella. Unreal, dude. She shit in his bed and went to Coachella, dude. A housekeeper found a fecal matter on Depp's side of the couple's shared bed. My initial response to that was I laughed. Depp testified earlier, describing the reaction to seeing a photo of the feces. It was so outside. It was so bizarre and so grotesque that I could only laugh. I was in fear and loathing in Las Vegas. Objection. I'll allow it. I like the movie. Um, God, feces. And then Heard uh, described it as a horrible practical joke gone wrong. I mean, what what would be going right? Oh my God, she shit in my bed. <laughs> Feces dropper, Amber Heard. Um, I lived with those dogs, Johnny Depp said. I pick up their funk. It was not the dogs. Well, I saw Johnny Depp to say funk. Did you funk in my bed? <laughs> Somebody funked in my bed. Oh. I'll allow it. <laughs> Johnny, watch it. <laughs> that isn't how you did it in the movie, Johnny. I'll allow it. Um, we had a good time here on this Congratulations podcast. And uh, remember, uh, I'm going to be out there on tour. Get your tickets. Boston's almost sold out. So get your uh, Boston tickets, um, and then uh, that's no, that's in November, but it's uh, about to sell out. Atlanta's about to sell out, too, September 9th. Washington, D.C. Is, is on its way. Stockton, California, Oakland, California, Peoria, Rockford, Raleigh, October 21st, Savannah, Georgia, Denver, Colorado, November 5th at the Belco, um, Cheyenne, Wyoming, and Jacksonville, Florida. So that's where I'll be. And go ahead and watch my uh, my new crowd work thing that I posted on this channel. Uh, just type in crowd work Crystalia. Um, and, uh, and that's that. Um, there is a link below this video. You can check out my tour dates. Hey, guys, that's it for the episode here on YouTube. If you want the rest of the episode, the uncut, raw, unedited episode on Patreon, go over to patreon.com slash Crystalia. And check it out. For only six dollars a month, you get a free. You get that on every episode. You get the raw, uncut, and you also get an extra episode a month. 
Uh, and right now I think there's 13. We've been doing it for 13 months, so go binge them, dude. Go binge them like it's, you know, Boston Legal or some shit. Uh, so patreon.com slash crystalia, and um, that's where it is. We also do other stuff, too. Go check it out, man. Thank you.